We're back. What? Episode eight. Oh yeah, okay. Episode eight. Hot and brothered. Hot and brothered. Thanks for tuning in, dude. You came in loud on that one. Because I'm upset right now. Okay, good. <laughs> I like you upset. You're better. You're a better talker when you're upset. Uh, all right. Anyway, this <laughs> what did we talk about today? It was a shitty week. Uh, we talked about Ray Rice. We talked about the Mets misogyny. Jesus, um, don't don't sell the show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's a hard sell on that. Okay, okay. Well, you peaked on that one. Yeah, all right, all calm right, down. Cal- okay, everyone, calm down. It's all right. Just we podcast. talked about a lot of shitty issues, but then the second half, a lot of cool no, pop not, culture. No, not. Don't say the second half. Then they're gonna fast forward to the second half. The first half was good. No, the first half was good. No, I'm the just first saying. half was hard hitting, pure kind of shit. Was, yeah, but then we also talked about like A Rod's LinkedIn account. Yeah, we talked about Star Wars. We talked about Doctor Who. Make yep. sure you guys stick around for Doctor Who because that was the best part. Around. Best part. So listen. Um, catch us on the social media spheres at Hot and Brothered. Yeah. So it's at Hot and Brothered. Uh huh. On Twitter. A N D. Yes. Brothered. On Twitter, uh-huh. on Instagram, and it's Hot and Brothered at gmail.com. So go ahead and send us stuff there. And otherwise, it's been uh, it's been a blasty blast. All right. Can't wait to uh, talk. <laughs> <laughs> Episode eight. Coming up now. Bye. The beat of the drums echoes in the pulse beat of the young braves. Welcome to Hot and Brothered. Number eight. Episode eight. That's Ocho, our people would say, I guess. That is Ocho. Uh, um, we're really, uh, we're horrible Mexicans, so actually, that could be any number. Uh, this is the eighth installment of Hot and Brothered, coming at you on a very hot day. It's supposed to be record highs this weekend. That's crazy. Craziness. That's weird. Oh, man. I'll be at the Matrix at Cinespia. Oh, okay. Uh, you seen that movie? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Uh, going with my wife, that was one of our first dates, actually. That's so fucking cute. Right? And then you're going to... I am going to The Simpsons at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, and this is how we spend our weekends. Yeah. We, do, uh, we watch... Uh, television and movies We're outside like 14 years old um so how you been man uh I mean, I've, good. I've seen you I've, I, I could be better I yeah could be better i know well first off i got some stuff jacked for my car well here's my favorite part of this story um and not to like ruin spoiler alert you either got jacked or you're an idiot we don't know yet yeah it could have been something where you left it somewhere or it was jacked for my, my car. gym basically my gym bag got jacked um and so i'm not happy about it but we're hoping that you left it somewhere. I'm hoping I was more of an idiot and I just that left would it be, somewhere. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. But uh, knowing me, I'm I'm an idiot, but I, I uh, knowing me, I probably, uh, I don't know. It's probably got jacked because I'm pretty pretty good with my uh, where I leave my stuff. I heard the car beep, man. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, um, well so you're coming into this pretty pretty down in the dumps. Yeah, pretty down in the dumps. Um you know, it's but we got uh, a good show. We got a, a great show for you. Well, last week was Saved by the Bell. Last week that was, was Saved by the awesome, Bell. That was awesome, but we, we, now we're bringing it a complete different, uh, like 180. Yeah, well, we're going to try and cheer you up this week. So what we got is starting off with sports, we got Ray Rice. We're going to talk about domestic okay. violence. I we're like going to talk about uh, Danny Ferry, the Atlanta Hawks, uh, oh, wow. some racism in the NBA. Um, we're going to talk about uh, good the news New, all around. New York Mets, Jeff Wilpon, okay. um, just uh, firing people because they're pregnant and just imposing their morality on people let's, let's take um, these uh issue by issue okay okay because there so is a wanna... lot there's just a lot and then and then you know i just didn't want to jump on your... the top yeah. cherry on the top you got baseball coming at you we're gonna go quick and furious with this yeah just uh-huh. uh it's like where do you want to start where do you want to start your thesis on this one well we got to start with ray rice real quick okay um obviously that shit show um anyone Huge not watching show Anyone not watching Keith Olbermann, watch Keith Olbermann because he's been been pretty spot on with his assessment of how things are going. Um, Really, anyone has been pretty strong. Um, NFL reporters are pretty pissed off. You could tell because they were essentially thrown under the bus uh, by the NFL who were saying, we've never seen this tape. Yeah. Um, And 
all of a sudden it comes out that the NFL had this tape and anyone not catching up to TMZ it this, had it. They broke the news. They broke the news. Well, they didn't break the news. They they broke the tape basically. Uh, broke out the tape. Broke out the tape and on that day the NFL came out and said, "We've never seen this. What tape?" Uh, and then every day since then, it's been a little bit more where they changed their stance. It, well, it looks like they were lying more because right. the first day it was they were saying no, they had the tape, and we actually have audio of uh, an executive saying, "Oh, thanks for the tape. Yeah, you're right. It looks horrible." Right. And then today, Ray Rice came out and said, "No, I did tell Roger Goodell exactly what happened." Yeah. Even though Goodell earlier said, "Oh, it was ambiguous what he told me or whatever." Right, right, right. So the NBA, NFL, I'm complete on a like just a. a apathetic boycott i'm not like boycotting the nfl because i think katie nolan said it earlier it's hard to, you just can't it's everywhere but i'm i mean i'm not gonna go i didn't watch tonight's game well to, to be fair we don't really have a team either i mean i know you have the the rams i love the rams but i mean i just don't i'm not i but I on top of all of that i can't there's a lot up. of just shit show going on with the uh, the whole nfl and how they're they're going about this what is promising though is the fact that um just the outcry over all of this, it, it makes me believe that there's more common sense in a larger majority of people than sometimes I care to admit or, or realize because, you know, when you're driving on the freeway at eight in the morning on the 405, it's uh, it's pretty backed up and uh, you're like, uh, people cut you off and you're like, where's the fucking common sense in these people? You, uh, you're, you so become it's, nice to it's easy to become cynical. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I could see that, but you have outrage here, and people weren't necessarily outraged when you saw the first tape of, you know, a woman being dragged out for the elevator. <laughs> and, I mean, no, well, that, people that's, were just that's the NFL wasn't very outraged apparently, but uh, people that's that's why they changed the uh, the policy on on um, you know uh, what's it called um, on Ray Rice's yeah, on, on the suspension of domestic violence yeah. exactly. Um, but I mean, there's that. So I'm completely jaded and I'm off of the NFL just at least for this week. I just can't watch anything football related, even the NCAA. Well, the Cal Bears aren't playing this week either. I got a buy. I'm getting a whole buy on football, yeah. period. Yeah. Um, and then it, we're talking to you right now on Thursday. Uh, John Carlos Stanton just got hit in the face. That was pretty bad to watch. It was. It and was, I watched it in slow-mo. It was jacked up, y'all. Uh, he was basically, he took a, it looked like a rising fastball. I haven't seen like a yeah. full speed video of it, but it looked like a full fastball. I feel like Fierce throws like in the mid-90s too. Yeah, and it, it looked like it was a rising fastball. It didn't drop or anything like that, and yeah. it was just straight to his cheekbone, which you're not going to want to catch a ball on your cheekbone. No. Um, Mike Redman just came out. I just got this. Uh, John Carlos Stanton's chances of returning this season don't look good. Ouch. And that is not he was good. I mean, he was on his way to an MVP season too. He was. He was. Um, I mean, he was the only other candidate besides Kershaw. Right, exactly. That's just right in the mix. And actually the 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 Marlins are still within, you know, shouting distance of, of making a wild card spot. But well, yeah. we can we can get to that point later. But we can get just, to that point in uh, NL manager of the year. It could be uh um fucking Mike Redman. Um uh, there's just, I mean, yeah, there's, there's good news for the, for the Marlins. They had Jose Fernandez go down earlier. Um, they've looked good considering that. Right. Um, and it was just a devastating blow. And then you have a guy like Jason Hayward who bounced back from a similar thing right. last season. But it's so hard. Uh, we play baseball. We've never taken a 90-mile-an-hour fastball to the face. I've, but I've taken one to the neck. Well, right, exactly. Not uh, a 90-mile-an-hour. But. but it's hard to get back in there. You get on right. your horse, and it's just like you can't get back in there. Yeah. It's so you have that. It's a mental issue, and you also have in baseball uh, people may and that the other thing you were talking about earlier is that the Ray Rice thing completely overshadowed a myriad of other things that are fucked up around sports right now. Yeah, sports is not having a good week this week. This is a, a really shit week for uh, adult grown men just uh, talking. Yeah, just a bad week to to quit methamphetamines. Yeah, um, uh, but nice. yeah, you had uh, Jeff Wilpon. Fired his senior vice president. Real quick, who's, who's Jeff Wilpon? Oh, he is the senior vice president. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Jeff Wilpon is a co-owner um, right. of the New York Mets. Well, his dad owns Or dad owns it. Yeah, and he's like the president or something. Right. Yeah. An underling, basically. Yeah. Um, he fired Lee Castergine, who she was the senior vice president with the Mets. Um, and she was pregnant, fired her. Um, and when that happened, she came back out and said, well, she, he fired me because I'm pregnant. Yeah, she's suing the team. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So 
within the suit, you see kind of how it went about, and he's made some comments about how it's immoral for her to be pregnant and not out of married. What, and not married. Yeah. Um, and then it, it's not a good look that when she was fired, they're like, look, we'll bring you back as long as you don't sue the team. Right. So it's like, that's not a good look either. Yeah, it's like he knew he said some fucked up shit, and he was like, uh, well, if you can just sign this, well, I'll be okay. Forget about yeah, just forget it. Forget about it. You're, you're getting a severance package. Yeah, you got a kid too. Yeah. What do you want, everything? <laughs> yeah. It's and like he said this in front of like at executive meetings with like other people there and stuff. And it's just like not a good. It, the Mets it, already suck. The Mets just, suck. They're uh, broke. Yeah. Uh, they're just like it's just not a good look for the team. It's just a, I mean, so you have that. Um, you also have the Atlanta Hawks, which is a complete shit show as well. Right. Uh, right. On the heels of Donald Sterling, who might make out good because of this, apparently. Really? Um, so you had. Danny Ferry, and audio has come out since then of his meeting with various uh, executives of the Atlanta Hawks right. a couple months ago and said that Lou Dang has a little African in him. Um, yeah, and not, not, not a good not a good uh, thing to a say. a hard A on that African. Yeah, too. he put a hard A on it, too. Yeah, yeah he was like, yeah. he's a little African in him. It's like, <laughs> yeah. whoa. whoa. And even one of the executives behind in the audio, you can hear him be like, whoa. Yeah, uh, like, we're going to be on TMZ now. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah, that's and he's not talking about like he went to that restaurant down like the street or something. He had like he had just went to some sort of African restaurant, and he was just or like, he's yeah. not a an, like an exotic <laughs> porn director who's like oh he had a little African in him as well. No, it's right, not right, anything no, like no, that. No. no, he's an NBA general manager. You got to keep that straight. Yeah, you yeah. know that things are going to blow up, especially in the wake of Donald Sterling, where right. this is exactly when this happened. Yeah, or about then. So you could feel that it was kind of. A heated converse or a heated room at that time. People yeah. were like looking for little comments like that. So huge investigation goes on, and my thing is it, it was um, recorded too. We don't have the audio, but uh, I listened to the recording, and I'm like, well, f- for one, do people did people already know that he was going to say some some messed up shit? Like they just started recording stuff. Like, do they record all of these like audio? Well, apparently it was on a um, conference call meeting, so I'm, I don't know if those are generally recorded. I guess they are because they're talking about free agents at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you want those for? I'm I'm guessing. You're um, too lazy to write down the exactly all the shit. Uh, yeah, we yeah. should we should can, be doing. Can that. someone just recall the minutes from last <laughs> meeting? Uh, he said he had a little too much African in him. Yeah, that's that's what you said. Minute three. Yeah. Danny Ferry dropped a hard A yeah. on the African. Jesus. Um. So that launched an investigation of the Atlanta Hawks, and within that investigation, they found a two, uh, an email from two years ago from majority owner Bruce Levinson, uh, who was griping about the there wasn't enough white people at games, there was too much black people, um, and to his wow. credit, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has come out and said, look, there's people that said the opposite and been like, we need more African Americans at the right, game, right, we need right, more right. black people. Um, so there's that, but Bruce Levinson knowing that he was dead in the water once that email came out. It was yeah. like, all right, I'm stepping out. He sold his his share. He made a yeah. profit. Smart move. Yeah, he's out. <laughs> but um, I just read as well that this could help Donald Sterling, who's like, look, there was a zero ter- uh, zero tolerance, tolerance policy for me. What's going on, NBA? Yeah. So we may not have heard the last of the decrepit Donald Sterling. Yeah. So, well, it's... It's so weird because this all kind of happened all like this. It's a smorgasbord of like bored of uh, of just like crazy, like dumb circumstances. And it's like now it's like I feel like all these leagues have to redefine their suspensions, redefine their their fines and everything because people are like showing new levels of stupidity that like you didn't have, I guess, before. Or maybe the, it was just it was like kind of swept under the rug. Well, I think that's exactly it is you have nowadays. It's it's really scary because you have it just shows that this has been going on forever. You've right. had domestic violence in all major sports because sports is just a microcosm of the general populace. And yeah, you there's have, horrible domestic violence in the world. Yeah. So you have that. You have racism. You have misogyny. Um, it's just that. GMs and executives and athletes are too stupid to understand that while it goes on everywhere, they're under the microscope now where there's cameras, there's videos, there's audio, there's yeah. just, I mean, you. Uh, well, even more so than, you know, 
20, 30 years ago. Exactly. So you just have to catch up with the time. So this isn't the last. This is just the, the preamble to next week's or two weeks ago, two weeks from now. Yeah. There's going to be somebody else that's going to do something really stupid. And it could have been adverted by them just realizing, hey, I got to change my attitude and the way I think and what right. I do in life um, because it's, they're going to get fucking caught. Uh, but I think the reason actually I was I was going to watch Thursday night's game. Um, but then I just couldn't uh, because I saw this thing on SportsCenter. Yeah, we'll uh, let's just play the the clip and uh, you'll just see for yourself how stupid uh, some people are. And as they are getting set for kickoff in Baltimore, here you see fans, uh, women, as Britt McHenry pointed out, wearing Ray Rice jerseys in support of the former Baltimore Raven uh, as they get ready to kick off against the Steelers. Here's what some of them had to say. Absolutely not. Me, my daughters, we all have them. No way. Absolutely not. So you're supporting Ray Rice. Why are you deciding to still wear the jersey? I wear the jersey in support of Ray Rice because I love Ray Rice, and I'm sorry. I don't believe in abuse, but she struck him first, and any woman who can hit a man can be hit back. I'm not saying... Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of where some... I won't, I'll say some of this country has gone, but, you know, I'm just saying it's... Yeah, it's it's probably best not to watch football if you're going to be watching people like that being interviewed. Um, and if you have to say, I don't believe in abuse, just stop right there. Stop right there. Well, I, I love I that the whole. Abuse. I love the whole. I don't believe in abuse, like it's reincarnation or something. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. what are you talking <laughs> about? You don't believe in abuse. She was obviously drunk, yeah. hopped up on some goofballs, or if you put if you put a butt after that sentence, you know just something bad's gonna come out. Yeah, but that's when you tune in. You're like, oh, she's gonna say yeah. something stupid. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And doing? she went there, and I was like, I I can't anymore. She obviously hadn't seen the tape. She yeah. was just like, I I have Ravens tickets this this Thursday. Yeah, she's no like, amount of domestic violence is gonna ruin my good time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. She I was, ain't the one that got beat. Yeah. yeah. She should have just been like, swag yellow, I'm out. <laughs> like, Jesus. Peace out. Um, so let's move on to happier circumstances. Um, Give me something happy. Uh, uh, LaShawn McCoy made, uh, left a 20-cent tip. Oh, yeah. Well, when I first saw this, I was like, well, that sucks. Well, he's on my fantasy team, too. So I was like, God damn. LaShawn, fuck. Yeah. Well, well, I guess, would you change your name to like LaShawn McCheap? Well, no, the Super Shady McCoys. Oh, Super Okay. Super Shady McCoys. Um. So he left a 20-cent tip at this restaurant, uh, and it completely backfired because the, the restaurant owner put the tip online. Um, and for the same thing For all to see. For all to see. And the same thing happened to Drew Brees a couple years ago. I wrote a story on that. And Calm down, first I know, of all. You're I get amped up. Yeah, yeah, you no, talk no. about Drew Brees. Holy shit, yeah, man. Yeah, I get amped up because yeah. uh, he's on my other fantasy <laughs> team. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Easy breezies. Um, all right. So- <laughs> he leaves a 20 cent tip the owner gets mad he puts this on social media it backfires because everyone on social media was like yeah your place sucks the, the, the service yeah, yeah. is horrible yeah and shady has since come out and said yeah i am and this is actually noted like people are like no LaShawn mccoy in the the he's always giving stuff away he's a really good tipper right awesome in the community and all this other stuff uh he said no this was more of me making a point like that's why i gave my credit card so they had my name yeah. So he was like, no, this is my point. Like the service was horrible. Yeah. Um, so I just like that because I, I think more often than not, you see athletes getting run at and getting the, 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 the rough end of things. Right. And it's nice to see it completely backfire where people can be fair, where they're like, no, you know what? Yeah. We would jump on him, but your place does suck. Your yeah. establishment's really yeah, horrible. Yeah. He had every right to just. Leave a twenty, but I'm too much of a pussy. I would never leave a twenty-seven, twenty-cent tip. Like, no, 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 no. not unless I was just a boss, like Lashawn McCoy. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, actually, um, it was off of a sixty-one dollar uh, bill as well. Right. So that's like I twenty even, cent. Like, I can't that's, even do the math on that. Well, also, <laughs> is that like one twentieth? I'm gonna just one fifteenth, one thirteenth. Something. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm don't, not, don't I'm don't not worry doing the maths on yeah. this. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. They. Uh, I really want to know what the conversation was at the table with him and his friends because you know it took them longer to figure out what tip to leave. Yeah, like what's like it a was good shitty tip? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's sixty-one dollars. Yeah, where did twenty cents come from? Yeah, yeah, and like, what can you really do with that twenty cents? You can't even buy a newspaper. No, yeah, you can't. You can't go to a gumball machine anymore. No, definitely not a gumball machine. 
no, so that was just like uh, that was that was one of the highlights of the week that wasn't shitty. Um, so I was really uh, happy about that. Um, and yeah, I couldn't remember if his number was twenty twenty or twenty five, and it's twenty five. So oh. I have no idea where twenty cents comes in. Huh. Um, but you know he was happy when he left. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna give her twenty cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice round number. <laughs> um, but the the coup de gras of the week uh, before we step off into baseball land and then say goodbye to sports for the week. Um, Alex Rodriguez, we believe. Um, this was all uh, reported all over the place. Uh, we don't know if it's exactly true, uh, but the Wall Street Journal reported this. Uh, Bleacher Report caught it and also posted it. A Rod is on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. So I can add him. Add I him. Keep, I keep getting emails from them. I don't ever go on LinkedIn. But oh, you're yeah. not. Well, yeah. LinkedIn <laughs> is good for. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, I hardly ever use it, but LinkedIn is actually. It's becoming much more prevalent in the last year or so. I would right. say than it's, it was. It's better for jobs and. It is, but I think they added some other stuff that's more social media savvy for people yeah. in the recent months and so. So people are actually on it. To I mean, it's a it's a big networking thing. Well, I remember I, I joined LinkedIn maybe like six, five, six, seven years ago, and I went on it. I was like, "This isn't fucking Facebook. Like, what the fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah you get I was lost like, in there, yeah, yeah, I was like, I can't add my own song on here, like MySpace, like what, like. Like you feel you're underdressed even for this LinkedIn website. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, oh, I should have put a suit on. I was on. like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. Yeah, no, <laughs> LinkedIn's horrible. It's like I can't um, poke people on LinkedIn. You can endorse them though. That's the fun thing. Oh. You can endorse them. Like I can endorse you for douchebag skills or Ooh, okay. the ability to I don't know eat burritos. Quoted Sino Man at the drop of a hat or something. Like you can endorse <laughs> skills. Oh, okay. So, um, so LinkedIn is good that way. Apparently he's on there um, and as far as Wall Street Journal says is they looked at it and they're like this looks pretty legit. Yeah. <laughs> so far he has zero friends on that. Yeah. Um, or zero colleagues or connections. Um, no one's endorsed him which is a really sad thing. Oh, I'll go endorse him. Yeah, endorse him for some skills, man. Yeah. Like what, what skills can you endorse A-Rod Bow staff skills yeah. or... Uh, man boobies. I remember there's a, there's a nice, uh, nice picture, you know, earlier in his career where he just kind of let it go. Yeah. You don't need to be felt to be a third baseman for the New York. Yeah, Yankees. Apparently you just uh, need to be kind of a douchebag. Yeah. Um, but he has zero Moot. connections <laughs> and he's the founder and CEO. this is kind of douchey too. This is douchey. He's founder, CEO and president. All three actually. He's, yeah. he's the, 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 the vaunted triad. Well, it'd be of, weird if someone else founded. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, it I feels would, like his mommy was. No, like, I feel like his Mrs. mom Rodriguez. is the founder of Alex Rodriguez. Oh, that's true. Like his mom and dad are like, no, fuck that. We founded Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess you could be the CEO. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, pro temp, and then the president. <laughs> you can be the Jeff Wilpon to our <laughs> fucking whatever his dad's name is. Of of A Rod Corp. Yeah. So he was just like, nah, let's go corp because it's a little more, you know, yeah, yeah. it's more relaxed, a little more chill, <laughs> yeah. no corporation. And then he went A-Rod. Yeah. Cause and you know he has that credit card now, too, so he can go out with any of his friends. He's like, oh, it's a business expense. Yeah. <laughs> put it on the card, guys. Don't worry. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, Alex Rodriguez, he's not doing anything. He's been suspended. I feel like if he really did this, it's just... That it's so douchey that it's almost like he's pulling our strings. Like, but no, he's so douchey that this is something else that, Rodriguez yeah, would do. That's a very A-Rod and he would put do. founder like, yeah. Does he is like Biogenesis like uh, or was it was it Biogenesis that uh no he, that's yeah that's his latest that's what got him suspended right yeah. but I'm saying that's that might be like one of his friends on there like another oh yeah yeah well, his connections yeah, is one of his connections they can endorse him yeah, yeah um I just that the founder thing is fucking hilarious because. Yeah. If that's you, I mean, yeah, I guess it's ugh, maybe whatever. he thought like he thought himself up into existence. Maybe that's what he, he believes. Yeah, he went and got fucking heady with it. Yeah, he got one. real philosophical with it. So that's it. Go. It, it harkens back to Sammy Sosa when he went on Pinterest a couple years ago. Oh, did he? Just out of nowhere. Uh, that's where a lot of those pale shots came from where he's right. like in a sweater and he's looking all swag and stuff. <laughs> uh, he but put, like really white and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like really dressed up and they look like he's running for like city council or something. Right. They're that, that kind of pictures. And he put them on Pinterest. And everyone was like, do you know what Pinterest is? This is like for like crafts. And yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to like save recipes or I don't know. This is what I've been told. Uh, but he put it on there. Like this was his coming out party to like, maybe he's like trying to like bring back the Pepsi challenge. You <laughs> always go to Pepsi challenge. Yeah. That's, that's how I know my Sosa. Uh, um, well that wraps it up for like really shitty stories. Usually 
We have some fun stuff. Well, um, uh, there was some fun stuff in there, but it, honestly, it was kind of just a shit week for just male athletes, male, you know, dominated sports. I mean, it really, I mean, I was, I was grateful that this week I could kind of like step back and not watch any sports whatsoever. Right. Um, because I mean, even Monday night football, I watched, uh, that was the other thing too, is not to bring back the Ray Rice saying is I watched, I tried to watch some Monday night football. Chris Berman was on and he started to talk about domestic violence and then a punt was blocked and he's like, oh, and then a punt is blocked as he's talking <laughs> about this heavy subject. And you're like, it's Chris like Berman you, is the fucking worst. Yeah, maybe you wait for the halftime on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's just. <sighs> so like, I just turned it. I immediately turned it off. I was like, I, that's it was almost perfect timing because I had just turned it on. Yeah. To hear that. Was he glistening too? Like, oh, he's he always sweating. sweating. Yeah, he has like as soon as the lights go on. Yeah. He's drenched. And I'm like, <laughs> why don't you just stand under a light and lose some weight? Yeah. Boomer. <laughs> fucking boomer. Um. Yeah, well, let's let's get to some sports real quick. Let's just really quick just touch on some MLB. Um, you know, the playoff race, it's September. October is what, a couple weeks away. Um, and we have a lot a lot a lot of things going on here that I don't think people are talking about cuz there's it's overshadowed with all this football shit that I don't care about. Right. Love me some baseball. Right now in the wild card standings, you have Oakland and Detroit in the American League, you know, in that wild card spot. And then you have Seattle a half a game back. Toronto and Cleveland are actually three and a half games back. And actually, the Yankees are four games back. So it's a beautiful fucking sight because you're like, this month is going to be, or uh, September, it, the rest of these this, this month is going like to be so sweet. Yeah. Like it's basically everyone can still, I mean, the Yankees base, like after that's Tampa Bay's out with 10 and a half. But Yankees through Oakland, you are looking at what could possibly be just like an ultimate, like run for the finish line. Um, to be fair, I think Detroit's still going to come out on top. As do um, I. And then after that, it might be a toss-up. I, I know Toronto, if they get on a run like they did earlier in the season, they can definitely do it. But um, I think for me, Oakland is, Oakland's pitching is just so far ahead. I know that it's they've just... They've lost seven of their last ten. Right. I think that's something that all teams, they don't go through that kind of funk. But when you shake up the, the lineup to that degree... When you're adding pieces and taking away a huge piece in UNS Cespedes, right? And you're a power slugging team, and you take out a power slugger from the middle of your lineup, you're gonna have a seven out of ten losing streak. Right, right, right. Um, but they they're pitching the chemistry a little yeah, bit. Yeah, completely. But I think there was enough time, and there is enough time for them to kind of level the ship and right. coast in. And I think they'll they'll make it. Uh, I mean, I'm I would be skeptical. I mean, Seattle's right there. But Oakland has such a good pitching staff. Well, right now, uh, so this like two, two. I think two um, series that are kind of on the radar this weekend. Um, obviously, San Francisco Dodgers, but also watch out for the Oakland Seattle series this That's weekend huge. because Seattle is only a half a game out of the wild card spot. And um, real quick, I just want to know your take. Like, wh- do you like the fact that uh, I think it was last year they implemented the uh, extra wild card spot. Do you like that? Yes, because right now we're talking about it. We're we're not like, oh, the Angels are so far ahead. Oakland right. really fucked up. You can have great teams that can go on a kind of brief hiccup or a speed bump and really still vie for this. And you have you're looking at it right now, I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven six or seven teams in the American League alone. Right. So you have six or seven fan bases in just Right. The American League, yeah, that are excited right now. That are like, look, we're only three games out. That's we're true. Only four That's games true. Out. You have more of the uh, of the nation kind of into it right now because you're like, shit. Like we we have a chance of just making that last spot. Like we need people. Like everyone's kind of on pins and needle, needles right now. It's just, and I think also when and they just released. I think it's the uh, the twenty the thirty first. I think or thirtieth is the American League wild card game. And then the first is the National League. Okay. Um, but I bring that up because it's exciting. Um, I mean, I don't like baseball games out of any sport. I don't like one game deciding it. But there is a penalty for being a wild card team. So I think that's it. That's fine. That's fair. Um, the thing that's great for us fans is you get that one game. Yeah. It's over. Boom. And then you go right into it's. It's almost like you have where the NBA, not so much the NFL, but the NBA it just lingers so on, like on. You have the first round and it takes a week, yeah. week and a half. Then the second round. This one, you're out, you're in, you're out, and then you're on to, um, the, you're, before you know it, you're on to the championship series. Right, right. And and also, uh, to add to that too, you also have Kansas City out of nowhere just 
still, you know, which is dope. They're, they're, which is awesome, you know. Having um, trouble scoring runs, but yeah, and I hope that they can keep their uh, first place status in the AL Central. But they're, I mean, even if they lose a game or two, they'll still be in wild card positions. But like, it's just like it, it's you have like six, seven teams just like vying for that for those those spots to get in the playoffs, and I think it's um. It's pretty awesome. These next two weeks should be pretty good um, for that. And then on the other side of the coin, you have the National League where Washington, they ran away with the the uh, NLE, so you have that out of the way. But then you have St. Louis, Pittsburgh, and even Milwaukee still vying in the uh, Central, so that's kind of wide open. And then obviously you have the, the Dodgers and San Francisco, who um, San Francisco is two games back. Um, real quick, I just want to go into the wild card standings for the NL. Uh, you know, San Francisco and Pittsburgh are, as of right now, if the season were to end a day, the Giants and the Pirates would play a, a one game, one one off game to see who plays, you know, the the leader of the NL, of the National League. Um, but you also have Milwaukee, Atlanta, and then Miami is in shouting distance. But with the loss of Giancarlo Stanton, that's probably, that might be it for them. Yeah, I think you're looking at San Francisco. I want to put Milwaukee in there. Um, you don't think the you don't think the Pirates are gonna? I think if any team can can, can uh, usurp them, it would be it would be them. Um, I think it's fairly well set. I think uh, Bochi, not being a Dodger fan, still I still say Bochi manager of the year. Um, oh yeah, for some reason the Giants. Team, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you also don't have Matt Cain, right? Which is weird it's crazy like matt kane is like should be their ace right now but it's he's not even playing right i think it's just uh actually i don't know his status right now um but i mean i think that's just a testament to how well set up they are to score runs um and Oops, sorry just pitching overall sorry, I was looking at um I think there's just like a well-oiled machine. Uh, Bochi's doing a great job there. Um, yeah, I hate to give the Giants any sort of credit, um, but they are, they. I mean, year after year, they kind of look like a well-oiled machine, like a, a World Series, you know, contender. And they always, um, I feel like they don't, they, they do like the little things. They like move men over, you know, they, they uh, hit people in with runners in scoring position. You know, they make the pitches when it counts, um, which is weird. And I hate to say that the Giants are, you know, really good and the kind of the class of, of the West or the National League, but they're, um, you know, they're definitely a team to beat. And at 81 wins, they would be in first place in two of the other divisions. Right. Um, and I love the fact, I, again, this season, the, the NL Central is just, just Oh, Matt parody. Cain is on the, the DL. Sorry, right. Right. Um, NL Central is just so tough. And you have the, the Reds who, coming into the season, I thought were going to be much better. Uh, they've had to deal with some some injuries well, here Joey Votto was just not Joey Votto. I had right. him on my fantasy team. He sucked. Votto's Locos, uh, the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're, we're all vying for last place to try and get that uh, number one pick. And actually, again, this year, I'm, I'm worried about the Cardinals, especially getting back uh, a healthy Yadier Molina, who is so vital to that team. I hate the Cardinals, too. Um, yeah, I mean, I hate them, but they're a team that just knows how to win. They're well-built. Yeah, um, and then they bring guys up from the minors that are, like, immediately. They're so deep. Yeah, they're really deep. <laughs> um, I don't want to jinx anything, but I like where the Dodgers are headed. Um, I am scared about their pitching, uh, which is something that sounds so stupid two months ago. But you had Dan Heron who pitched a gem uh, last night, but he's so inconsistent. Um, well, to be fair, actually, uh, recently they came out with a, an article, and his last seven starts, he's been like phenomenal. Like I think well, he has like a back then. like a one something ERA. He's been like their second best starter next to Clayton Kershaw, apparently. What? So I know. So he he kind of found something in his last few starts. Um, granted, he's pitched against like the Padres and the Diamondbacks, but still, it's it's kind of comforting to know that he's kind of uh, you know brought it back to like a good Dan Heron. Um, so are you comfortable with him no. being the fourth guy? <laughs> okay, there you go. In a playoff situation, no, I'm not comfortable with him, but. If we are, if ahead, we have a two-one series, if or we something have a like two-one series, or we're three and zero, oh, I wouldn't mind 
letting Clayton Kershaw get that extra rest, and if we need him for that fifth game, boom, you you throw him in there. But honestly, I think like you know, yeah, I'm not comfortable with him. I, I'd want a comfortable lead in the series for Dan Heron to close it out, basically. Um. So yeah. So basically, uh, before we head on to pop culture stuff, um, boom, boom. into this weekend we have two key series that we're looking at. Right. We have Oakland, Seattle, which could really one of those teams could pull ahead and actually lay claim to their playoff spot um, right. if they want it. And Dodgers Giants, uh, the division is up for grabs. Basically, the Giants two games back. If the Dodgers can, they they simply need to get two out of three on this yeah. one. It, it would be nice if we could see a consistent or an actual. If we could just see Puig do something. Um, Ramirez has been kind of uh, he's been slowly coming back. Crawford's actually been on a tear. Gonzalez hit two or three home runs a game. Gonzalez and Kemp have been carrying this team for the past few weeks, um, along with obviously Clayton Kershaw. But still, uh, for us to win the whole thing, we need Puig. We need Ramirez to just play solid defense and just get those timely hits. Well, yeah, I mean it's going to happen. I I would much rather them have a, a Strump um 2 weeks out rather than you Puig's know. Puig's is going to be going on like 2 months. No, it hasn't been that long. It's been it's, like a month. No, since like All-Star break or or even a little after that, he's he's batted like 220. Well, it couldn't be that home run derby cuz No, he he, <laughs> he he was out of that shit real quick. Um so yeah, it's you know, watch the Oakland Seattle series and watch the uh um Watch the Dodgers Giants series. Uh, I'm gonna illegally stream that shit because uh, fuck that noise. Um, well, we have been actually. Well, yeah. no, we haven't been. We haven't necessarily been um, um, illegally streaming it. I, there's a rumor that we may have been watching the games. I don't know how we've been doing it, but uh, oh, sorry. Um, don't worry about it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm not the best producer audio sound guy no one would no one would uh, say you're guilty of that now right, well, uh we'll be right back with uh pop culture stuff we it's bumper crop of stuff guys bumper crop Back to this half of Hot and Brother. Um, this is the pop culture or nerd section, as we like Put to call it. Putting a little pop in that culture, a little, will. little more pop. And you know what? The first half is just—it uh, was so—it's so blah. It's so. It's true. Um, I do want to say real quick, and I'm just gonna throw this in that um, the Ravens apparently uh, dedicated the win to a model man, Ray Ray Rice. R- uh, one Raymond Rice. Yes. Um, so, I mean, it's fine. I mean, people get to forgive him. It's fine. I don't know that you have to fucking dedicate. He's not, he didn't, he's not a hero for sure. Yeah. It's not, I don't like, understand why you get to dedicate, but again, this is, this uh, is I why know, I'm I not know. turning on the TV. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not no. watching football. Yeah. Now I might people not fucking stupid. watch Sunday. Uh, yeah, people are stupid. People are really stupid. <sighs> Serenity now. Yeah. Um, I don't mind. Okay. Well, no, whatever. Go, 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 go. I don't mind forgiving the guy. Oh uh, yeah. you got to forgive people in life, but as long as he's trying to get the help maybe that he needs or that is just warranted, whatever. Either but I way, have my right to not want to see him ever, but also I don't think you, yeah. Like he you said, you definitely don't need doesn't a, warrant a dedication. No, no. A win dedication. He didn't do anything of note that warranted some sort of game being won and dedicated to him. He it. gets the game ball because he beat some beat, beat his wife? Yeah, exactly. He gets the game ball, basically. Yeah. Whatever. Good job, football. You know what? You yeah. know what? This is why we have this half of the, <laughs> okay, of the yeah, yeah, brother, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. fun things. Okay. Fun times. All right. Fun times. So there's a lot of things going on in the uh, the world of pop culture. A um, lot of happenings. A lot of happen. We didn't even get to anything last week, and uh, just a lot of stuff have gone. Well, we got to say by the bell, but that was kind of just its own thing. But now it's like we have um, Batman and Superman stuff. We have Star Wars stuff. You know, I'm gonna do my own little comic book report. I'm gonna try and do that every week. You know, try and get you up to speed on on the people you need to know about. Which I was telling Mikey er- earlier that I really appreciate that because there's there's new and exciting things. Um, 
like Ant-Man coming out, but also like Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy that came out that people were like, oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. I've never ri- written, I've, uh, read the comic book. Yeah, like I've never heard of them. I mean, I listened to other co- uh, podcasts and comic book cent- uh, specific podcasts and they were like, yeah, I've never read it either. It's like a very niche kind of thing. So it's, it's nice to get accustomed to things that may come out or things that may not come out that you want to take a look at. So yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Well, let's go with um, uh, first uh, Warner Brothers and DC. Uh, first off, I want to uh, just say that uh, Zack Snyder tweeted out a um, a full photo, not one of those half cheeky, you know, photos of the Batmobile where it's like half covered. It's kind of cock teasing you. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like a full. It's, it's it's all in your face. Um, also, I think he did that because people like uh, apparently they kind of left the Batmobile out in the street in Detroit, and someone took like you know like a shitty picture with their iPhone or whatever, and nobody stole it. Yeah, no. Well, it's the Batmobile. You can't really that's true. Steal I, it. I mean, it's got a low jack on it or something. It's got it's it, got well, the club. It's got the club. Yeah, <laughs> Batman uses the club. Um, so I think a lot of those photos had come out, and he was like, "Fuck it, I just gotta make like a good photo here." And so he he sh- uh, he tweeted that out, and so I suggest going to Zack Snyder's uh, Twitter account and checking it out. Um, a lot of people love it. Uh, it looks a lot like the Tumblr from The Dark Knight. That's initially what I said, too, yeah. Um, it's got, like, hints of that 1989 Michael Keaton Batmobile. Um, you know, it's still... It's but it's not, more beefy it's, than that. It's, it's it's a beefier car, but it's not like a tank, like the Tumblr was, you know? And a lot of people say it's like, oh, it's exactly like the, the Batman uh, Arkham Knights, you know, video game, like right. whatever he drives in that. Um, it's exactly like that. Um, I haven't played the video game, but... Um, Either way, you know, I it's for me, I'm a Superman fan, so I'm like whatever on the whole situation. Well, I'm a Batman fan. I thought it it looked good. It um, looks cool. My thing is I wasn't in awe of it and I'm I love Batman as you know. Um I think and this is touching on your other point about the no jokes thing is I think DC Warner Brothers is getting way too formulaic, uh, especially Zack Snyder right. where it looked to me where, first of all, it just reeks of the Tumblr, and it looked like it was, like you said, my, uh, my, I could totally see Michael Keaton's Batman in there. Um, so it, it's almost like they were like, let's do something that has everything, and yeah. no one's going to hate it. Yeah, um, exactly. And I feel like they're doing that with the whole, everything, the DC Universe, and that's really going to hurt them if they're doing that. Because you need to take some chances yeah. and make it fun. Yeah, so... I don't know. We'll we'll see. You know, obviously it doesn't come out till I think twenty sixteen. Um, so we have some time to see really what goes down with all of that. Um, the other thing that kind of uh, I really want to qu- uh, quickly touch on is like it had like two guns at the top of it. If you see it, and I ho- really hope that does not shoot bullets because obviously, as you know, Batman doesn't shoot guns. Uh, so hopefully, it's probably like a missile shooter. Well, he he has show he has he shot not he shot little missiles and stuff like in the in the the Batman one. Oh no, he had clippers in that one. Well, no, he sh- in in uh in Batman Begins, um, Commissioner Gordon actually goes and drives the tumbler, and then he uh he shoots down one of the uh, bridges that's leading to the. Uh, yeah, I guess it's what version of Batman you're gonna. I mean, he never kills anybody, but yeah. So I mean, that's. Whatever, but the the one thing that did scare me and a lot of people is the fact that Warner Brothers, um, there was apparently an email or a memo that went out, and uh, this is all just rumor, but I'm hoping it's just rumor and not real, um, that they had a specific thing saying that they didn't want any of their movies to have any jokes. They have like a specific thing saying with all scripts, like no jokes when it comes to superhero movies. And a lot of people were like, um, first off, these are comic book movies. Uh, secondly, you should have some sort of comedy to make it fun. It shouldn't be all just dark in tone and all just... You need the levity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, a lot of people are kind of up in arms with that. Um, I'm hoping that's not the case. And I think the reason Marvel is doing so well is because it's so light and it's fun. Like you go to... I didn't... N- had no you know uh you know anything to like look forward to with guardians of the galaxy because i didn't know the characters but uh when i watched it that shit was fun well i think that's why i gravitated towards dc when i was younger is especially batman you had the the graphic novels that were darker um they were more serious um i was super emo um as i am now 
Right. Um, just, you know, wearing mascara all the time and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah, but it was darker. I enjoyed that. But there's a time and place for it's nice I can read, you know, half a comic book, graphic novel, and then come back to it later. If you're going to watch a movie, you want it to be fun. Right. And if they're being way formulaic where they're like, oh, the Christopher Nolan Batman series worked. Um, let's copy that and let's make it really dark. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to work because you can't do that over the transom of three movies, four movies. If you're doing the whole universe, like 10, 15 movies. Yeah. It like just, if they want it to work and want it to be cool, they're, they're going to need, you know, to use those to build up to like, you know, the more dramatic parts or the, you know, the more action parts. Just Captain America, yeah. Avengers, Iron Man. They're all fun. Yeah. They're fun blockbuster movies that actually do have heart to them. They have a good storyline to them. They're a great script. They have jokes in them. Right. Um, and I wouldn't consider them fluffy or something that's not necessarily dark. I mean, you just go because you like it. You, you know what you like. You go in there and it's fine. I just think if they're getting too formulaic and they're saying no jokes, again, it's a rumor. Um, but if that's the case, uh, DC's fucked, for lack of a better word yeah. there. Well, I hope that's not the case. You know, we're still going to watch those movies because uh, we just kind of eat up whatever they throw at us. Pretty much. Although I still haven't seen TMNT. So. And neither have I. Well, we'll go watch it at some point. I know Cat does not want to watch it with me. All right. Well, sounds good to me. And I don't own a cat. I'm not just calling my cat. cat. <laughs> you know, I, I, my girlfriend's name is Cat, so it's I'm just not going to go see. <laughs> I'll take I'll take my dog, <laughs> who is also named Dog. Um, the other thing is is uh, Star Wars. J.J. Um, Abrams came out when Apple Watch came out. He, he brought a, a postcard note, um, and the, the note is, you know, just kind of whatever, whimsical, comical, but it's really the background that everyone's kind of, like, talking about, and it looks like... Basically, he he's laying this on like a glass desk where the reflection is showing kind of like the the Death Star, you know, um, ambiance in the background, sort of. Right. It's those like kind of like um, you know white line panels. Right when Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader were fighting in right. New Hope, right? Just those white panels. Yeah. Um, and people have made the comments that you only see those white panels or that kind of lighting. In the Death Star and only Death Star, so it's hinted that it's a Death Star scene. Well, the other thing that is maybe cool but maybe worrisome is the fact that like they blew up the Death Star again mm-hmm. for two times. So three times is a charm, I hear though. So so they're building another <laughs> Death Star. Well, though the other thing I heard is, and this is true, is other than the shitty uh, second trilogy, the the prequel trilogies, you don't really ever see an empire kind of off like the offices, the offices of empire, empire and empire. Like you don't <laughs> you don't see the the offices. So right. the Death Star is that like maybe that's the motif they have at like back at headquarters or something. Like, yeah, that's, like the the Death Star dentist office. Exactly. Has, okay. Yeah, like that's my. So this might be completely different. Like it might be on some other planet or some other building it's just that's kind of what the empire goes with well, um, we go with eggshell on our walls they go with a very sinister looking, white panels okay, yeah. so, you so know it, could, it could be much ado about fucking nothing or it could just be he was like oh i'm just gonna throw this out of there it's gonna throw people off he's a complete douche that way yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love um, it. I the love one it. thing that people actually are saying that again it's just rumors that uh when they you know killed palpatine and they blew up the death star that wasn't exactly the end of the Empire. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, again, I think we've gone into this before, but I mean, I rent the, the Timothy Zahn books and stuff like right. that. Is Yeah, there, there's emperors all over, and that's not canon now. I understand that. Um, but it's obvious that the whole Empire wasn't on the Death Star. So, yeah, there's, there's yeah. armies that, I mean, they everywhere. could have, like, high, high-ranking generals that are like, you know what, I'm going to take, take, take the reins on this one. You know, like, I wasn't on that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, whatever. Either way, um, it's kind of a cool little uh, little thing they threw out there. And then another dude was over Greenham Common, uh, flew over that, and saw... In England, right? In England town. England town. I think it's England. London. Lindenton. Um, so he was over uh, that and came across uh, a half-made Millennium Falcon in kind of an X-Wing with a cover on top or something. Huh. It looks like, you know... Keep the, the paint nice and nice and trim yeah, like you yeah. do for your, your Porsche or your yeah. 94 yeah, I was going to say Porsche. Yeah. I was going to say Porsche like a douche. But, but apparently right. that's what it is. And it's like models, like full-scale models. Yeah. Um, one-to-one. And this really isn't anything new. We saw the different little 
uh, videos that J.J. Abrams has done before where he's doing a lot of puppetry, a lot of real action, less with the CG. Um, there's obviously going to be CG into it, but there's less of it, yeah. more of practical, real-life effects. Right. Um, so that's just more of stuff that's saying, you know, it's going to be awesome. The thing that I was saying earlier, though, that worries me is we, this whole week, I was like, just like, oh my God, we need to talk about this when we just saw the little J.J. Abrams. It was a reflection off a fucking desk. Right. And that got me like, oh my God. Yeah. And then there's this shitty picture taken <laughs> with a potato of a half, a, a, a third of a Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and you're like, ooh. Yeah, no. Shit. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, I need to tell the wife. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I need to bring this shit? To, yeah, yeah, I need to pass it around. Yeah. So just imagine a year from now when we're still doing this shit. When he even just throws the teaser trailer out where it's basically like it's going to be voiceover and like text. You already? This yeah. is you telling me? Yeah. And I already started smiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? Because you know it's going to be like and they're going to have like sound effects that you recognize of like lightsabers and fucking guns and shit. And they're going to be like in a world or blah, blah, blah. Well, they won't be in a world, but yeah. long, long time ago. And then blah, blah, blah. And they won't, show, they won't show any shots of the movie. Nope. And like people are going to stand up nope. and clap and fucking jerk off in the aisles. It's going to yep. be crazy. Yep. Uh, and that's all going to happen in a year from now. So just be ready for that. You know, bring your uh, and that's why I'm Gallagher ponchos. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a year from now. Like, or that's still we're still going to be talking about it a year from now. Yeah, it's doomed already. I'm just saying, if you thought the hype for even Twitter and stuff wasn't even around when the first episode one came out, and the hype for that was huge, and it was a huge letdown, and it still failed. I mean, it failed miserably. But Twitter and stuff wasn't even around. This thing has so much hype around it. Yeah. And we still have a ton. We have those teasers to look forward to. We have uh, people in costume we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. That you know that's going to leak at some point. We have those crazy Zapruder fucking. Yeah. Like, or we're like, seconds, oh, like, shit. Like, oh, shit. What that's is like that? That's like five seconds of film that they shot. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a crazy world we live in right now. Um, real quick, I want to get back to um, comic books and comic book roles basically well first off this is uh, your going, well going back to dc uh real quick uh jason momoa of uh game of thrones f uh fame he was the um gives great hugs looks like he gives great uh, hugs not khaleesi but what's the uh um god i am the worst at game of thrones holy so shit. many names well, uh he's drago yes drag drag he was Ivan Drago <laughs> in yeah, yeah, Rocky well, Four. You're really pissing me off because your Alzheimer's I, is contagious. Because, <laughs> uh, 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 no, <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's Drogo. Drogo, yes, Drogo, Ivan Drogo. No, uh, it was. Oh God, you are the worst Googler. Google it. <laughs> this is horrible because I'm fucking reading the books too, man. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, I that's really I can't horrible. Even read. I don't. I don't Call do Drago. Call Drago. Anyway, he is going to be Aquaman. There's a long tail on that kite. Um, he's going to be Aquaman uh, for sure. It was uh, hinted at for a while now, and then because we've all been clamoring for an Aquaman movie. Well, listen. I am going to do a comic book report on Aquaman at some point, and um, I'll let me get into that later. But uh, real quick, uh, Jason Momoa is going to be Aquaman, and actually, um, The Rock is going to be Black Adam, and Black Adam is Shazam's nemesis, um, which I thought The Rock would have been a good Shazam. But I, I thought guess, so too. Yeah. Uh, I guess you know he came out. He's going to be uh, Black Adam. And uh, he had been hinting that he had been working with DC for a while. And a lot of people thought he was going to be Green Lantern, you know, the Jon Stewart version. And um, that's not the case. He's going to be Black Adam. So, and uh, I think that's a huge miss, by the way. I mean, I, again, I don't know too much about Black Adam, but The Rock would have been such a good lead character hero. Yeah. Green yeah. Lantern, he would have been awesome. I mean, now they have, to, they have to find someone who's going to be Shazam. Um, and so the, and they don't have any actor for that yet, but, uh, you know, they're rolling ahead with that film. And apparently that's going to be separate, which I don't like, but it's going to be separate from the Justice League movies and all of that stuff. So it's going to be its own thing. It's not even going to be included, talked about or anything in Batman versus Superman, Justice League, all that stuff, even though, you know, there are times where, I believe Captain Marvel has joined the Justice League, right? Yeah, and um, all that stuff, and and Batman and Superman has fought, you know, Shazam. 
um, ultimately it's going to be its own film. We'll see if that takes or what happens, but so that's going down. Um, but real quick, I wanted to, uh, get into my comic book report that I wanted to do. You should have like a jingle at this point. I, you know what that for next time I'm going to do a jingle. Um, don't you know, you gotta be a good sport. Here's Mikey's comic book report. Oh shit. That is good. Yeah. I just made that. That was good. That was really good. Uh, so for this week's episode, real quick, um, basically, you know, all of these superhero movies are coming out and a lot of people don't know what these people are from and what they do and why they're superheroes. Uh, so I've kind of taken it upon myself to do the kind of um, book report on some of these things. And And again, I don't know everything and I don't know you know, as much as probably um, a lot of comic book collectors and readers know. But I try to do some of my own research uh, for the layman because that's, uh, that's kind of what the type of person I am. So um, my first one here is uh, on Ant-Man because Ant-Man is going to be um, brought to the big screen. It's a Marvel character. And um, basically, that's the one Paul Rudd is going to be doing. He's going to be... Ant-Man. Okay, love me some Paul Rudd. So Ant-Man, as you would suspect, uh, can turn himself down into the size of an ant. Oh, okay, nice. All and right. That's I thought he was just somebody's ant. Oh. The end of the book report right there. All right. That's, that's <laughs> be it. Uh, no, real quick, uh, let me just go through a quick chronology about Ant-Man. Um, Ant-Man has been uh, three basically main characters. It's been Dr. Hank Pym, who was the creator of the Ant-Man suit, um, then it uh, moved on to Scott Lang, who uh, Paul Rudd will be portraying. And then it was Eric O'Grady from what I gather, the the quick history on Eric O'Grady is that he was kind of a, just a dickhead type of Ant-Man. That, um, oh, okay. A douchey just, Ant-Man. He was kind of a douchey Ant-Man. Uh, so basically, um, Ant-Man wears a suit. It's made of Pym particles, a la Dr. Hank Pym, which mm. uh, Michael Douglas will play apparently in this new Ant-Man film. Nice. Um, made of pim particles, uh, he possesses a helmet which is used to communicate to and control insects and amplify his voice so that a normal-sized person can hear him. So that's what the, his helmet does. Aquaman on land, basically. Aquaman for ants, basically. Yeah, or for insects. Uh, he also has wrist gauntlets which enable him to shoot bioelectric blasts. So he can comes in handy. Yeah, you know, could use it. Could use it at the local Target. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously he has the ability to shrink to roughly the size of an ant. Also can communicate telepathically with insects, which I said. And as Ant Man, when he is small, you would think that he has the strength of an ant or something. Um, but he punches with as much force as a normal sized person. Which is kind of weird when you think about it, because then basically you you fight crime and you're that small, then you hit someone they're like, "Ow, that that really hurt." Yeah, who the fuck was that? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that really hurt. Yeah, so I guess he can go. He can have like a normal sized fighting match, but like as an ant. Um, apparently, though, uh, Ant Man was always more of like a detective. Like a detective. Okay. Okay. Which I can see now because he's kind of like small and he can like see and hear things that people maybe don't, don't notice him and he can kind of like sneak up on people. Um, but, uh, yeah, basically, you know, Ant-Man is kind of just like a ho-hum type of Marvel character that I wasn't, I never had never ever heard of. But with their track record, I could see them turning this into something that's fun. Fun. That's exciting. Maybe expound on his powers a little bit. Maybe yeah, when totally. he's an ant, he still has the strength of two men. Like honestly, the first time I saw a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, Okay, that looks awesome. I don't know what this is all about, but yeah. had you told me there was something with Chris Pratt right. and a tree and a raccoon, I, I'd be like, Oh, it sounds really yeah. weird. And apparently Ant-Man has kind of joined forces with the Avengers in the, in the comic book. So I can see that kind of crossing over. Um, and, and, a, and I think Ant-Man has kind of always been like the, the go-to kind of, um, almost, uh, Donatello, like the electrical, like, um, gadget engineer type guy where it's like, Hey, this fucking, 
weapon isn't working. Can you take a look at this? And he'll go take a look at it and he'll fix it. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Like, he's kind of like that guy, like the smart go-to guy. Um, And um, uh, like a quick backstory on Scott Lang. He has like a daughter, blah, blah, blah. The reason he was like in crime and then he like had to go save someone. Um, his, his his daughter had like a heart condition. It's a, it's a real touching story. Hmm. It's a real complex touching story. His daughter had a heart condition. Ultimately, the only person that could save her was this doctor. But she was kidnapped. That doctor was kidnapped. So he stole the suit to go save this doctor to save his daughter. Hmm. So uh, once he did all that, basically Hank Pym gave him the um, suit to use for good okay okay um so that's kind of scott lang's backstory and that's what paul rudd who paul rudd is going to be playing um and you know on the surface for me i was like oh ant-man that doesn't sound like a awesome character but you know again guardians of the galaxy kind of got me into thinking like well i don't know a whole lot of shit anything peripheral comic book heroes yeah about peripheral comic book heroes so that's kind of why i'm kind of taking it upon myself to go in Kind of do some of the dirty work, learn it, and now you know uh, who Ant-Man is, uh, who Paul Rudd is going to be playing, and what his powers are. So, um, you know, with that being said, I think we're going to end the night with a little Doctor Who. I know Doctor Who is kind of your arena. Let me just uh, play a little clip here uh, just to make sure that um, everything is uh, copacetic with you. On the next Doctor Who. What's that in the mirror or the corner of your eye? What's that footstep following, but never passing by? Perhaps they're all just waiting. Perhaps when we're all dead, out they'll come a slithering from underneath the bed. An all-new episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> man. Oh, man. I have so uh, many episodes to catch up on. Okay, so basically, um, spoilers, um, <laughs> Mikey is way behind on Doctor Who, but fuck him. Um, I'm we on are Tenet now, still. I'm on David Tennant still. Okay, well, no one cares. We're in Series so 8 now. Tell people that know. We're uh, on Peter Capaldi, um, and we haven't talked about it because we had to say about the Capaldi Bell thing. Capaldi or Capaldi? It's Capaldi, apparently. Oh, really? Uh, according to people. That's oh, what's Capaldi. Tomato, tomato. Um, so we haven't had a chance to really talk about Doctor Who, and you're not a huge fan. You haven't watched it. No, them. I'm a fan. It's just the fact that, like, I uh, I got into other things like yeah so yeah so again people out there he's not a huge fan right yeah and it wasn't like I wish it was drugs and stuff but it was like other shows like that's what I got into (laughs) yeah yeah. you (laughs) fell into like Walking Dead hard or something yeah I was was I'm I'm caught up with Walking Dead September 29th the last season's coming to Netflix I'll catch up then but anyway this is getting off topic because Peter Capaldi is the Doctor and I just want to put my two pennies into that. Okay, uh, put your two cents. Because you have this thic- cyclical thing where I, I started with Tenet, um, and he's out after a very few episodes. And you never uh, went with oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Eccleston was my first one. He's out after <laughs> a few ones. You popped your cherry? Yeah, he popped mine really okay. good. And I was like, oh, I don't like that they're leaving every so often. I get used to this Tenet dude. Um, within the first couple episodes, I was like, oh, dude, this guy's awesome. And Tenet, for me, is still my favorite doctor. Okay. Um, he's just wide-ranging. He's versatile. He can cover all gamuts. He can be funny, whatever. Right. Um, but you see this. I, I experience this, and people say you experience this with your doctors, is when... Uh, people say that... First of all, calm down. <laughs> dude, I need my spray. I'm talking about Doctor Who. Jesus I need my Christ. spray and everything. Here's the spray. Okay. Um, whew. Okay. You could take it on air. It's fine. We'll cut it out. Okay. We no, won't cut it out. No, we're not cutting it out if I'm taking a spray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is this is sad. This is, uh, this is the nerdy part of the show. Hold on. I'm going to take this. This is the, the late night fucking fucking. This is like 2 a.m. in the morning, even though it's like 1030. It's just like the late, late hour. All right. I'm going to be show. cool about this. All right. There you be go. Very chill about this. <laughs> <laughs> Billy D about this. All right, go. Hurry up. Come on. No, we got time. You talked about your fucking Ant-Man that no one cares about. Oh, my God, dude. I'm doing we're talking com- about Doctor Who. I'm doing comic book reports, okay? Oh, okay. Awesome, dude. You're saving the world one comic book report at a time. Listen, people don't know about these Again, guys. you're eating into my time. Go ahead, Doctor Who. So, anyway. All right. My first time experiencing the whole cyclical thing is with Matt Smith because I loved Tenet so much. Right. Um, like, I loved him. I loved him more than I love you, actually. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, which isn't that. saying much. Say, that's actually. not saying a yeah. lot. Uh, but when Matt Smith came on, 
he had this different take on it, and you could see how he could step into this role. Uh-huh. Uh And instantly, <laughs> I liked him in a different way. It's kind of like you know, you know, uh, Vicky and Anthony. I love them too, but I love them differently. You know, like kind of. You, know, you love your siblings, you know. Yeah. I don't have children. Anyway, really <laughs> cool stuff. Peter Capaldi comes on in a completely different doctor than we've seen since Eccleston, I want to say. Um, he's not the fun-loving doctor. We've now had three episodes with him, and I have to say I I like him. Um, I think it's really? the same thing. Um, I'm still not as on board as a lot of people are with him. Um, I think Is he a little more serious? He's not necessarily serious. He's more cutting. Uh, he's a little darker. He doesn't know if he wants to be, or if he know, he doesn't know if he is a hero. I think that's the overall theme. We just came off of uh, an episode called Robot of Sherwood, where the whole episode you're wondering how are they in Sherwood Forest? It's a, a fictional thing, right? And they explain it well towards the end, I guess. But there was no real big theme because every episode, you halfway through, you're like, oh, okay, I see where they're going with this. I understand the lesson that's here. With this one, you really couldn't see where they're going with it or why they're doing this with the Doctor. Okay. Um, but apparently in the next episode or two, we're really going to get a sense of where the, the companion Clara is going to go, um, what her story arc is going to be. Uh, and the next one coming up, which is called Listen, looks like a spooky episode. And we were talking about this Ooh. earlier, is w- whether it's the, the Weaving Angels or it's little kid with the mask on. Yeah. Um, all Mommy. those. Th- th- Mommy. Yeah, dude. All <laughs> those spooky ones are the best kinds of episodes. So I think I'm I'm gonna hold out and really take a look at um, what we get from from the next episode coming up. Um, but so far I I think it's been hit or miss. I liked Deep Breath a lot. He was funny in that. Um, okay. Some people thought there was a there's some hackiness in there, and they thought um, they were hitting you over the head too much of. Madam Vastra and Jenny Slint being lesbian lovers. Again, it's going to take me two years to get up to. That's fine, uh, man. That's but fine. I'm just saying, you could actually and. Um, no, I don't. I don't want to go that order. I'm the type that I'm like, fuck that. I will all right, not go so out of order. So basically, you will get these Doctor Who updates weekly yeah. from just me. You know what? Actually, by the time I get up to tonight's episode or whenever this episode is airing, th- I will be that will be on Netflix. Well, actually, then, yeah, we will be done with Capaldi and we'll be on to some other, like, yeah, Idris Elba or something like that. <laughs> oh, that'd be sick. Shit. Shut up, dude. Get Did I just here. drop that? Would they ever have an American do be Doctor No, Who? he's uh, he's British. You can have an American do a British accent? Oh, yeah, you could uh, you could do that, too, yeah. Um, but but I'm saying, like... Well, uh, Peter Capaldi's Scottish. Uh, I mean, We well, have a, uh, a British uh, male doing our uh, Superman so I'm just saying. That's true. Are we being racist right now? I don't know what we're being. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, what I'm saying, and I, I know you could give two shits about this. No, I don't give. T- I mean, I I want to know, but I also am trying. To, I need to. I need to catch up. What I was scared of. We waited six to nine months. Nine months for this to come to fruition. Uh-huh. Um, is you had Peter, Matt Smith, who was the jokey, flirty kind of doctor. And you have Capaldi, who's an old dude. What they're doing a good job of in the la- the first three episodes, though, is they're doing a good job of joking, especially in this last episode, of him being an older dude. Um, but he has this fire and this adventurous kind of spirit that actually we haven't really seen in a while. Because you have a, a, trip, uh, a cautious kind of doctors before him, but he's kind of willing to just go into the fray, um, it seems like, and mix it up and be the kind of snarky, caustic um, kind of doctor we haven't seen in a while so i'm definitely looking to, to the fourth uh episode which is called listen okay it looks spooky it's awesome um and uh yeah that's much much props for capaldi awesome so that's it guys that is it go to bed or whenever you're listening. Do whatever you do, do at night. Yeah, just do whatever. Do you. Till next week. Yeah. Hot and brothered. Love you. Adrenaline, elevate organic.